What? What? I was just going to say, Marcus, just take it until we get to the where farting. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just do, he's been listening to the cast so long, and then somebody else do 80-something hours long, and then we can all jump in on that line that nobody knows. He knows every <laughs> joke in the dirty minds of the nerd boys. Something like that, yeah. Let's just all sing it. Yeah. Oh, hell. We will all be embarrassed together. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's supposed to be dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's just thanking him. Exactly. And giving him what he wanted, his own soundbite. It's for one person. He'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted him to be able to understand what you said. Me too. Oh, he'll get it. We'll send him the lyrics. Okay, that'll work. He's been listening to the cast so long 80-something hours long He knows every joke in the dirty minds of the nerd boys We're farting the name of the game And the great boys get carried away by the vines of their brains there's been a load of theorizing And we know his star is rising And that he's gonna be our friend eternally Cause he's the grapevine cowboy Riding out on a limb for a shitty little nerdy show He's the grapevine cowboy Getting mugs and stickers And wearing us on his clothes And repping us at his shows Hey everybody, I'm Dan Holland, and last week I said I wanted to have a shell of a good time, and this time, I mean it. I'm Austin Shazam Pfeiffer, and Jerry Springer is evolving? I'm Marcus, the grandchild. No, I'm I, no, I'm, no I'm, as I'm electric, man. <laughs> I'm Austin Tiny Zent, and this is the future. We are the future at Nerdy Through the Grapevine, a podcast where four best friends gather weekly to talk about our favorite parts of past, present, and future nerd culture. Don't ever do that voice again. It kind of freaked me out. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. I didn't like it either. That's just what I'm going to sound like in 300 years. <laughs> Ooh, gross. If I had never heard Elon Musk, in a, in a, <laughs> like if I'd only seen pictures of the man, I would assume that's what he sounds like. But, I, but yeah, no, it'd be pretty close. Can, I, can we replace that? <laughs> yes. Dubs by Detour. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about posterity today, gentlemen. And, you know, this podcast is for posterity. But so are monuments. I'm sure we all know what the Georgia Guidestones are. They lead you to Atlanta from uh, New York if you follow them by foot. Well, no. I mean, they are. I have they followed are, the wrong guidestones to Georgia. Then. Yes. Well, I mean, they are about fifty miles outside of Atlanta. Um, oh. It is a set of granite monuments that were erected in the eighties in Elbert County, Georgia. Um, no one knows who paid to have these things put there. Um, on they are larger than Stonehenge, and they are often referred to as America's Stonehenge. On the stones in about 10 different languages, both current and ancient languages, are written 10 more or less commandments. Um, There is a signature of R.C. Christian at the bottom of them, which is definitely not a real person. It is a pseudonym. Is that Jesus' brother? No. The lesser known brother? I mean, no. You could probably say like grandson, maybe. Oh, okay. But... Anyway, there there are Ten Commandments written on there about different things. They have been known to be, you know, not... I'm not saying that they're necessarily bad, but controversial. That's the word I was searching for. They're known to be controversial. Let me hear them. 
Okay, Marcus. Uh, I knew that. somebody would yeah. ask. It's like, so it's like catfish. I have that on another bait. tab. Yeah, I need to grade these commandments. Okay, how many of these am I gonna follow? <laughs> well, the first one it, it's to, it says maintain humanity under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Nice. Three, unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Beautiful. Five is to protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Yeah. Six, uh, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Beautiful. All right. Honestly, I, I agree with all of them. I except for like, what was the one about the new language? Uh, Like course. a universal Number way Number three, to... unite humanity with a living new language. Yeah. You see, what they don't realize is that all you got to do is just say you need a podcast recommendation on Twitter. And we found it. We found the instant way that everybody connects all together at the same time. <laughs> That's the universal language? Well, yes. I need a podcast recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing that is... That's the highly debated one is the first one to maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Our human population is in the several billions at this point. Oh, so it's saying keep your population under. Yeah. yeah. The entire world population under 500 million. Oh, that's extremely controversial. Yeah. The rest of it, I'm kind of on board with that one. I'm like, if you're a Thanos fan, then I mean, you're all in. Yeah. But that's not even my topic. Oh, my topic is if we well, kind of it's kind of leading us in. Uh, I've had this weird fascination with the Georgia Guidestones here lately and other monuments and things. Anyway, so the topic is if we were to erect a large monument to leave for posterity, what would we inscribe on the we'll just call it the Tennessee Guidestones? A penis. Oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, be, uh, obviously, yeah. a penis would be on the capstone. Obviously. And later on, it would they would refer to it as the double grape. <laughs> Absolutely, because yeah, everybody knows real, it's just two circles. Though, yeah. We had to say that for yeah. that section of our audience. Two, Wait, two circles and, and a horseshoe. All of this in a non-sexual manner, correct? Oh, a yeah. giant erect well, statue of a penis. We'll but see. In the, a I think manner. the I think the first commandment would be this was in a non-sexual manner. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think you're so, right. Yeah. So, what would our other nine commandments be? What was the first one? I forgot. Don't it, take it, this in a weird way. Don't take this in a sexual manner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt not. Thou, Thou shalt, shalt not, not take this in a sexual manner. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, if thou doest, consume thou a satchel of Richards. <laughs> so there's two of them knocked out. <laughs> Number three, thou so, shalt not trust a fart. <laughs> yes, thou shalt not trust a fart winced over thirty. <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt not condemn thy booger corner. Yes, no, I'm yes. not on board. Thou for that. shalt not. I guess we need a controversial one, Thank and you. that'll be it. Exactly. Thou shalt not. I don't, I don't like that one though. So, so wait, what was that? We're one not again? having a booger corner on this monument, though. There's, There's no a corner. booger corner built into the monument, tiny. No. Yes, there is. It's a cylinder. <laughs> oh no that means there'll be just a booger spot <laughs> I'm just okay pile with, them all on top of each other I'm okay with a hole in the center that leads into the earth and it being a booger hole <gasps> oh great so it can be even more phallus like this is great how about thou shalt not already have fame and create a podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean we're, we're not famous no, no, no. Think. No, no, I'm saying like, are we, are famous, we famous people shouldn't no. make them because they're already famous. Oh, You've already yes. got it. It's yes. already yours. Okay, yes, I'm on Don't board with that. Don't take this. Yeah, so we're up this to what, four now? For everybody else. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I love that one now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I understand it. Yeah. They'll, they'll know our priorities pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not call it chili when it's just sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chili gotta have beans in it, bruh. It's got to have some... What's with this weird beanless chili that consists of meat and red goo? Uh, It's a Cincinnati chili. Cincinnati Cincinnati chili is just red goo, right? Does it even have... Well, Cincinnati chili's also got spaghetti noodles with it. It's also... What? Chili on your nudes. 
Yeah, so it's chi- their chili up there. It's got like just it's got cocoa powder and cinnamon in it. It's crazy. I mean, my chili's got cocoa powder and cinnamon in it. But your chili has consistency. Yeah, it's mine's not got just beans and onions and chunkies. Their consistency comes from what they put with their chili, which is just chili sauce. It's really meat based too. It's so mm-hmm. dense and it's weird. It's uh, that's mine though for for now. Okay. <laughs> Can you restate that again so we remember? Thou shalt not call it chili when it's just sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That, that's number five. Oh. I think bidets must be mandatory. Yes. I think thou shalt sprayeth thine ass with pleasure jet. Well, is it pleasurable? The feeling not afterward at first. is no, no, not at first. At first, it's not. But <laughs> the first time, it's very bracing. Afterward, yeah. I, I still think calling it the pleasure jet is a really good way to get people on board. Must sprayeth thy bungus <laughs> upon expulsion with pleasure jet. <laughs> exactly. There's six. Everybody's perfectly fine with getting in a hot tub or a swimming pool and putting their bungus up against the water thing that squirts out. But then as yeah. soon as you say bidet, they go, ooh, I ain't into that. Yeah. I know. And when I used to shit in the swimming pool and I would get my butthole sprayed off by those little jets, everybody would just look at me like, I can't well, keep it together. Am I the only one that thinks when I'm in a pool with many people that I don't know, I'm like, how many of these people don't know how to wipe their ass properly? I was always wondering, like, how many are also peeing right now? Well, I mean, everybody always pees in a pool all the time. All of them. Are we all peeing together? Actually, I mean, if right now, there in are these chairs. There are two kinds of people in this world who don't pee in pools. Okay, there. Oh, hold on, let me restate that because I messed that up. There are two kinds of people in this world. One, people that pee in pools, and two, liars. <laughs> I've heard that about showers, and yet I'm not a shower peeper. Marcus How is do you not pee in Marcus a is a devout shower peer. <laughs> it is, it is it, the thing about There's it is no place I won't pee. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, it's really nice. easy to clean. And here's the here's the thing. I get the I get the absolute need to pee in the shower because it feels like a natural thing that's happening. I get it. Like it's just going right down the drain. I mean, sometimes I pee in the shower and don't even know I'm peeing. Yeah. I'm just like, I look down, I'm like, ah, there's water coming from me too. Haven't even turned the shower. Yeah, just like a constant flow. (laughs) Thou shall yuck no yums. Yes. Yes. There we go. There we go. That's number seven. I don't know about none. Well, Well, what are we up to? I don't know, man. Do we have eight? No. What about just like be good to children? I don't know. A boring one like that. We do need one that's just. Straight yeah, up, like, like number that. nine. Yeah. Don't do bad things to kids, like Marcus said. Thou shall yeah. not make any more songs with the millennial whoop in it. I don't even know what that is. What's a millennial whoop? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but isn't that technical? <laughs> You know, you hear it all in all new music. They're just Marcus. Marcus, stop! I mean, that's somebody's yum, though. You were just terrible. You're already breaking commandments. You spanned three decades of music just then. One of them was New Kids on the Block. You did. (laughs) That's a long. Just Google the millennial whoop. I do know what you mean, though. Yeah, Google it. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is. Google that. Google it. And don't do that on just any search bar, though. Yeah, do it on YouTube. There's cool videos about it. So no millennial whoop. Yeah. That's a yuck and a yum, though. No. No. Don't make any more. There's plenty out there for them to get that. They're full of it. What if they want a whole song of just that? Then listen to the radio. Who listens to the radio anymore? I thought it's all just like podcasts and audio books now. That's all it should be. That's all it should be, yeah. Well, should we make it a commandment? <laughs> <laughs> this will take care of the millennial whoop. There, yeah. Because you have to seek it out in order to get it. It's not over the radio and over Walmart speakers. And Thou things like must that. only seeketh the millennial whoop. Does that work? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it makes me feel like I have to. Yeah. I really don't want to be made to seek it out. Shut Plus, up. if you tell people Honestly. not to do something, they end up doing they it anyway. Truth. Yeah. But, and Forbidden that, fruit. Yeah, they're just ignoring the rules of the grapestones. See, see above for the tenth. 
<laughs> I just, mean, I guess that that'll one, work. That way it's just repeat uh, the rest of it infinitely. Yeah, and we need it in all different kinds of languages. Yes. Some ancient, some modern. Around the very top One that ring, people don't know yet. Around the very top ring, before you get into the hole, there needs to be one final statement, though, that is seared into the very tip. When life gives you grapes. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a an auxiliary stone that's kind of telling you the purpose of the stones on the Georgia Guidestone, so that does seem to fit. Yeah, and also down the middle of the shaft, you can have secret encodings. that An only, alien language. Like stuff that only we know what it means. Like, that looks like some kind of a picture of a bird. I don't want to host the show real. no more. <laughs> that's what it means. Birds aren't real. Should we exactly. do it in marble so it's veiny? Oh, since, I'm, since we're yes. since we're basing it on the shape that we're basing it on, yeah, purple marble. Mm. <laughs> is nice. that a thing? Can be Can amethyst. We, the Charlie Stone is amethyst. <laughs> yeah. The Charlie Stone. Jade. Jade is Jade purple. No, Jade is green. Jade's green. Is, that sounds infected. Is amethyst purple? Maybe sapphire. It sounds like it. Sapphire's blue. Sapphire's blue. A giant amethyst. I think amethyst is purple. Let's say amethyst. Might be right. I'm not yeah. sure. It's such a cool word. A giant amethyst monument. Yeah. Erected for grapevine lore with the ten commandments of grapevinedom. Yes. Fantastic. We're gonna have haters, and they're gonna I mean, spray obviously. paint on it. And. Well, that's why we have the backyard bonanza. Well, they yeah. can take care of them. That's we true. need that one old army. We need that one old curmudgeonly guy in the bonanza whose sole purpose is to keep kids off the lawn around the stones and to keep them clean and, and to keep the millennial whoop out of their throats. <laughs> yeah, like he just like throat chops anybody that tries to do it. Some people will read and go, oh, I'm going to do that. And as soon as they search, he comes out like a ninja from nowhere. Marcus, you're ahead of that department. Yeah, for sure. I think this needs to be created. Yeah. At least 3D printed. <laughs> yeah, which I do have the means. Absolutely. As do you. We can make this. Where are we going to erect it? Uh, <laughs> gross. We could do it in the backyard, I'm sure. Ah, well. well. <laughs> That's what you always say. Okay. Yes. It'll be at the backyard of the grape sack. Yes. And it will bring people in. We'll have tourists. We'll Only Patreon them. members make yes. up. <laughs> we'll charge people to see it, and then we have big parties in our in our backyard bonanza robes. We'll dance around it. Dance around it, maybe nude. It has to be or somewhere where the sun, like when it nude. sets, will sh- be right at the tip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. yes. At high noon, yeah. there is no shadow. Yes. <laughs> or the shadow that's cast looks suspiciously like a wiener. <laughs> or just make it like a... Like a uh, what do they call them? Like a shadow clock. Sundial? Sundial. Sundial, yeah. Can there be a magnificently reflective piece at the very bottom of the uh at the very bottom of the shaft that if the sun hits it at just the right angle, it'll shine a light right out of the center? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a beam to the heavens. I thought that was a given. First contact will happen in our backyard. No. Nice. <laughs> we just saw the sweet-ass wiener, man. We just wanted to come see it. It was purple and veiny, and it had some really cool stuff engraved and on like the sides. The, we like, don't care about your leader. We just want to hang out here. Like, like take me to your wiener, bro. <laughs> people, always wanna, people always think we're saying leader when we're just saying wiener. So weird. Okay. So let's keep all the wiener talk out it's, of this It's one. gone. Yeah. I'm going to so insert it. So has anyone ever heard the name Shirley Curry? No. It tastes spicy. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Yeah, I bet it This bet is it a human. Delicious. Oh, well. Not on the menu. Um, has anyone ever heard of Skyrim Grandma? Yes, I have. No. Nice. Is that her name? Shirley Curry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's one of the oldest streamers in the world at 85 years old. And she primarily streams Skyrim gameplay, and um, I don't know. Like I, I just—it's someone I've recently found on the internet because of a story that we'll get to at the end of my topic. But uh, I don't know. I think her appeal is that just she's got—she's just like a real person who just happens to be streaming her Skyrim. Which how that happened, we'll get to as well. But uh, I don't know. It's just like you know, a lot of YouTubers are gimmicky or you know they have all these catchphrases the like and subscribe and hit the notification bell and all these thumbnails that are out of you know crazy looking 
And it's 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 just none of that. You know, she's an eighty five year old woman. She's literally just playing Skyrim. Um, I have one question yes. so far. Go ahead, please. <sighs> Don't. Is no. she hot? <laughs> I, just, I have to ask. I feel like I'm required uh, to ask. I knew I shouldn't have done this topic. <laughs> I should have never stained this beautiful woman's name. No, I'm, I'm going to check. Show. I'm going to check her out because that's that's, <laughs> awesome. that's for just you so to far. decide, Tiny. <laughs> I will not yuck your yum, but whatever. <laughs> I don't look at her that way. I feel like more of her grandson, and so I do feel kind of protective over her. Her gamer hey, grandson. Hey, some grandmas yeah. are hot. That's all I'm saying. I've she, seen some. She's 85, Tiny. Anyway, uh, she's... <laughs> that doesn't matter. Age is just a number. <laughs> I don't know. She's just, very, she's just a sweet old lady who just loves Skyrim. Uh, she started a YouTube channel in 2007 to kind of just watch gameplay and stuff like that, and uh, just kind of leave comments on channels that she liked, and stuff like that. And she was just super nice, and people kind of just began subscribing to her because of how you know the friendship struck up in YouTube comments. That that's rare within itself, right? Well, this is two thousand seven, so much different time on the internet, exactly. And so that's how she kind of got her initial maybe two hundred or so subscribers, and they, you know, so we'll go back, get back to that later. But basically, she wanted a new computer to store her recipes and to organize them by protein and by spice and all this because she's a grandma. Heck yeah. Right, yeah. like yeah. typical grandma thing. She wants to do that. And so her son gives uh, her his old one and it just happens to have Civilization Two installed on it. And so I guess she's just bored on the computer one night and she clicks it and that's, that was her first game. And she kind of played it and enjoyed it. Um. And she kind of had to like rebalance her life with like this drive to always just want to play at an old age, but yet she's used to doing all this other stuff. So like, and even when she's trying to go to bed, she just wants to play Civilization, yes, and stuff. And then uh, I guess throughout the years, her son sent her Skyrim videos because he just thought that she would like it, and she fell in love with Skyrim. And so, on her her YouTube subscribers just kept begging her and begging her to like send us some gameplay. Like we want to see you play Skyrim. And so she did. And she, you know, cause she was like, why not? You know, why not? What's stopping me from doing it? And so she goes to bed that night and then wakes up the next morning and she, her subscribers have exploded. Somebody posted on Reddit and she kind of just goes viral. And that's how we get the Skyrim grandma. That's awesome. I know it was just, I don't know. That is awesome. What's she, the name of her YouTube channel? Shirley Curry. I'm subscribing right now. I mean, honestly, it's just, it is kind of one of those things that you have to see to just see how wholesome it is. Uh, Like lately, I've been just like getting up in the morning and, you know, sometimes I'll do an audiobook, but if I'm just like kind of a little bit more groggy or just need more time to wake up, I'll just sit there and listen to her, like just walk around Skyrim and do it the way she does it. Um, Because she has like, you know, she kind of role plays like all of her characters. Like she doesn't do the main quests. She does some quests, but it's all about the character and it's all about what she wants to explore in Skyrim. I bet she has a garden. We're getting to that. We will get <laughs> she, to that. Just based on what you said, to me, she seems like one of those people that plays GTA 5 and tries to obey all the traffic laws and <laughs> <Yes>. everything. <laughs> yes. she, I mean, maybe. I don't know. That would be interesting to see her play that. This is Once you've played a game for so long, you start to... Because I'm wondering if when she first started, maybe she just played it you know, the regular way you do it. And you play it for so many hours, it's like, how else can I enjoy this? And the role play, that's what I ended up doing. I would make so many characters mm-hmm. and role play each of them, and it makes it a totally different experience. It's right. a lot of fun. Exactly. So on Reddit, when they posted it to Reddit, it's where she got all the attention, that's where the people first started saying she's like the Bob Ross of gamers. And I just thought that was cool because we've talked about Bob Ross before. Oh, yeah. And so you would think, you know, she's 85, and she's tech savvy. That's cool, but no, 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 she's not. She needs help. (laughs) She has to have her son help her. He's got, like, team viewer, and so if she has a problem with her computer or forgets how to do this or that, he can just kind of log into her computer from his house and fix it for her. Um. And this is the part of my notes where we get to the, like her role playing. Like she's she does play in a much different style than you would see these other Twitch streamers and stuff play. You know they're trying to go get the Daedric armor. They're trying to you know level their sword up all the way and get the coolest, best, awesomest stuff in the game, right? But she just has a much more relaxed play style, almost like she's living a novel in a sense, rather than playing an action game or whatever. Uh, 
she writes her own stories based on her game experience, which I thought was really cool. And there's videos of her reading chapters of her writing as well. Wow. If she published that, like that would... I think she might. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, this is all kind of new I to me. Sell, yeah. Uh, so I definitely want to look more into that. I did, I did hear one of her videos of her reading through a, a, a piece of her writing based on her gameplay. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, and she's got this big Skyrim poster <laughs> behind her on her wall. People send her stuff all the time, like little stuffed Skyrim characters and things like that. And she's always just like does these unboxings. Like, look, it isn't that cute. I don't know. She's just, I went, <laughs> you know, she's just so awesome. She's what all of YouTube should be. <laughs> honestly, honestly, but she does exist on the toxic internet. Right. And so there, uh, there has been some headlines that I looked up that were like, oh, people are, you know, giving her a hard time. And how dare I, they? I saw I know. her. That's an 85 year old sweet woman. Exactly. Why? Her response. That's the internet. She did have a response to that too, mm-hmm. to where she was like, hey, like, no, like most, almost all of the people that follow me and watch me and stuff, they, are very friendly. She's like, she doesn't want anyone to think that, to be pushed away, really, yeah. to think like, if you come here, like it's going to be toxic. But yeah. but she kind of refuted a bunch of that, saying like, no, like I enjoy everybody that Right, that like it could have just me, been like so. people trying to write, start a story online. Exactly. They're yeah. trying to start an internet war, you know? Trying to that ruin happens. something Clean pure. Bait. Exactly, so pure. Like that's yeah. the thing. This is just so pure to me, to, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, but she uh, she has nine hundred and ninety five thousand. She's almost got a million subscribers. Uh, so she all, she writes stories based on her gameplay. She's never beat the main story. She just says she just prefers her own. She just like you know people are like, why don't you do you not like the narrative for you know that they've put in the game? And she's like, I just like my own stuff better. And yeah. I just think that's really cool too. It's awesome. Uh, so before she like got into Skyrim, she she liked quilting and reading, and she like worked at Kmart and retired in nineteen ninety one. She likes hiking. So I guess the article I pulled this out of kind of made this connection between her, the way she likes to enjoy hiking is a very similar way she likes to enjoy Skyrim, you know, because she yeah. doesn't go for the main quest. It's all about the journey for her. Right. It's basically what they were trying to say. I think it was like a, it was like a looper article. Funny enough. I know. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only looper article I've ever read. <laughs> <clears throat> so a lot of people have written her and have said that like she's helped them out of, help them battle depression and like mental illness and even like in some cases like suicidal thoughts and stuff and that her videos just relaxed their anxiety and i don't know and they're just like so a lot of her fan fans are like like feel this really deep like love for her i think Mm -hmm. and you can see why like if you just watch some of her videos what's great is all this is unintentional like all all she wanted to do is just she never there, meant like, to get a million she, no. subscribers. The no. uh, episode is, uh, says Skyrim Eps 1 Katamet. Um, it's one of her characters, I believe. 2.3 million views on that video alone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so, like I said, one of the reasons, one of her big, what she would say is a big motivator for her to keep it going is because that she feels like a lot of people. Like, you know, she helps them with their issues and things like that. Um, so because she has become this huge, like, member of this community, this Bethesda Skyrim community or whatever, some people made a mod to the game where you can have Grandma Shirley come with you, be a follower on adventures with you and go to dungeons with you. And it's actually voice acted by her. That's awesome. Yes, she's actually a voice actor for the mod that they created for her game. And you can watch her play the mod on YouTube. And like, I was like, she's literally sitting there voicing her character because she's, she's role playing a character that's, her granddaughter. I know this gets weird. It gets okay. weird. But she's role playing another character. Yeah. Because you can't be Grandma Shirley, but you can right. go visit Grandma Shirley's house. And she has this underground like guard and like you said, these these chests and store cases and all these books that were put in there for, based on her past adventures that she's played through, like based on her gameplay. That's incredible. Like all of these uh, awesome. Easter eggs and things from her stories. Wow. I know. It was so cool. Well, I'm downloading this mod. Right? I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. Oh, God, Tony. Play some I'm going to kill you. I'm no, no, no. I'm not, no, I, I think it's awesome, <laughs> and I want to experience it. No, I know. It was really cool. I think the height of it, though, for me, was just listening to her play like, oh, hey, Grandma Shirley. 
I didn't know you had that. And she's sitting there going through it as the character, but you can tell she's having a lot of fun with it because it's based on her past gameplays and her stories that she's created within the game. And so people love her so much that 50,000 people signed a petition that Bethesda has accepted to put her in the Elder Scrolls Six as an NPC. Yes. That is and she has been scanned in yes. and everything. And there's video of her getting scanned in. I've got chills. Like, I that's know. Just like, that, that's just that, incredible. That's so she literally will, one of the coolest things I've ever heard. She will be immortalized in the Elder Scrolls Six As she deserves so. Exactly. And she already kind of is because of the mod, but that wasn't right. in any official capacity. Right. Um, now she's been added to canon. Right. Yeah. Now she will be a character in the Elder Scrolls universe. So when's that one supposed to come out? Oh, God. Oh, who knows? Yeah, I want to visit Grandma's house now. Yeah. Right. I was, I was just also wondering, just for the sake of Elden Ring, like, how long is it going to be before the next, you know, Elder Scrolls game? Just so, Scott, you know, the Elden Ring can have time to de- just have the rain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll they'll have plenty of time. The yeah. rain of the ring. <clears throat> and just the similar title, Elden Elder, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so she recently did have some health problems, um, and she's kind of forgotten a lot. I think it may have been some sort of stroke. I don't know. It's not my mm-hmm. business, but she did, she's still making videos, just not really a whole lot of gaming videos because she actually did kind of forget how to play the game. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's hard, but. Bethesda did send her this awesome care package and she uh, has went through, she did an unboxing and showed all the Mm -hmm. cool stuff that Bethesda gave her and she was super excited. It was great to see her in good spirits Mm -hmm. and she's hopeful and like kind of almost seemed excited to kind of revisit Skyrim almost as this for the first time. You know, that is maybe a stretch. I'm kind of, you know, what do you call that? romanticizing it yeah. you know and i don't really want to do that but uh yeah i don't know she she remains hopeful she like right now she's trying to remember how to like even like start the game itself like she can't even really remember how to start the game and load it and a new character and oh, all that kind of you're stuff you're finally awake what's great is it i mean she could even go back and watch her own videos as well i mean exactly. she has this library mm-hmm. of of all this fun she's had and if and if she is having this like she her memories are stored. Like mm-hmm. they're stored for her to view. Right. Which is really cool that she's kept. Well, plus she has as... this kind of dedicated audience that could kind of help her oh, remember yeah. and like, some things too. There's so many people that would help her however she needed help yeah. with that, which is really, really great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I just thought it was really cool that not only she ever mod, she's gonna be in the game and that they would like recognize her for what she's kind of meant to some of you know, a good portion of the community. Oh yeah. I hope they at least get to her like the her character model to show her that, you know, even before the game comes out, you know, for, oh, yeah. for her to get this before anyone else. I think that'd be so cool for her to be able to see yeah. that. Because honestly, I mean, being that age, like in how we don't even have anything close to a release date for Elder Scrolls six. Mm-hmm. Like, and already in not the greatest health. Recovering, yeah, but right. still, I mean you're eighty five. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's... I just I, I want her to be able to experience that, like, if she doesn't make it to the game coming out because who knows? Yeah. When, when that well, I'm, I'd say that they definitely showed her some stuff. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like I said, she went to the studio and they scanned her face in, and they were showing how they were playing with her face. Oh, cool. so I'm sure she kind of yeah. got to look at the screens and see her face in the yeah. 3D modeling systems and stuff, but not you know walking around in the right. in in Tamriel. Cause, so because it doesn't exist yet, right? Yeah. At least there. That is so yeah. cool. I know. So yeah, I, I highly recommend just like. With your coffee one morning, just pull up one of uh, Skyrim Grandma's videos and just watch how she does it. It's really cool, and it's it's just adorable. That is, I'm a tea drinker in the morning, not coffee. There though. you go. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Okay, I'm just asking questions. I love a good tea. Mm-hmm. Also, That's also Irish blend. I also love a good TMNT. Beautiful. The Cowabunga Collection is coming to us very soon. This year, there's not a release date just yet, but what is the Cowabunga Collection, Tiny? I don't know, Martin okay. What is the Cowabunga Collection? It is 13 classic Ninja Turtle games from the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, and Arcade Cabinets. Like 13 games spread out between all those different uh, platforms. 
Cowabunga it is. Cowabunga it is. And it is, uh, it's collected by Konami, Nickelodeon, and a company called Digital Eclipse. Uh, Digital Eclipse is, they do like collections of classic games. Like that's kind of their niche and they do it really well. So they're going in with Konami and Nickelodeon to collect all these old school games that you've not been able to play again, like if you don't have these old systems. So there's not really been any way to play them. And now they're all coming in one package for 40 bucks. You get 13 classic arcade style games. And 12 of them are just beat em ups, you know, like the side scrolling, just like classic. Just kill you're a all Ninja the Turtle, enemies, beat all the 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 Foot Clan, and yeah. and keep See, those are your probably the ones I would be the most interested in, or whichever ones that used to be in Pizza Hut. Yes, that's these. Oh, like yes. Turtles in Time. Yes, that's yeah. one that ever that's in this collection, and that's one that everyone is so excited to play again, and it's going to be perfect for the Switch because like that handheld mode of that is going to be wonderful. And it's going to be available on Switch as well as PS4, PS5, both the Xboxes and PC. Like so, whatever you have, you can pretty much get this collection. And I think forty bucks for that many is a pretty good deal. Yeah. What's the last one that's not the arcade beat 'em up style? That one is the just original like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the title on, uh, I believe it was Nintendo, and the original Nintendo. And it's just an insanely difficult platformer game. And I think what I'd read somewhere was there was a some version for like a computer, like an old computer, that the game had lowered the ceiling a little bit on this one portion where you had to make this jump. And it was impossible to make the jump because you could not... Oh you could you would God. hit the ceiling like you could not make the jump it was impossible wow just like the old games with uh, what, what we talked about before I think Aladdin oh. and Lion King and stuff like that which weren't impossible they just had invisible ledges like the ledges and, were there but yes. they weren't existent and they were there for a reason so that way you would keep playing it but this wasn't like an arcade style one like this is when you just play at home so like it was just it was an accident when they made the game and it was like impossible to beat it so now people can replay that. And beat it, like, because a lot of these games, I never beat an Ninja Turtle game. I had plenty of them. Like, I ha- I know I had a Game Boy one, and I know like Nintendo. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but uh, I-, I don't know. I've I've played a bunch of them, and like you said, Pizza Hut, growing up, Turtles in Time. Like, I have memories of these games, and now I get to relive them very soon, and it's very exciting. I I, I had a experience with a Ninja Turtles game when I was a child. Okay. See, my father one day come home from work. I'm probably six or seven at this time because, well, my father passed away when I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. And I'm outside in the yard, and he drags a kiddie pool out into the yard. And inside of the kiddie pool, he sits four turtles from I don't know where. (laughs) And I named them all after Ninja Turtles, and we had games together for the, like, day that I had them. And I would pet them, and they would crawl around in circles like turtles are wont to do. And then we released them somewhere back into the wilds with, like, a D on the back of one for Donatello, so on and so forth. And they were in the proper colors because Dad had paint pens for whatever reason. That was my Ninja Turtles gaming experience. Well, Tiny... Look under your seat because it's <gasps> also in the Cowabunga collection. <gasps> You're four turtles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They've been kicking ass ever since, bud. You left I them in that it. sewer drain, and they found a thing of ooze. <laughs> I knew and it. And a rat man. Cowabunga, yes. it is. Yes. But it's nothing nowhere like the show. This was not that kind of ooze. Oh, also, no, 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 no. just as a quick disclaimer, we did not do any cruel things. I didn't make them punch and kick each other. That's very. Nice. I just petted them and let them crawl around. I wonder what was in that paint that you put on that. Shell. Teenage mutant. Well, I mean, you white can still buy the paint pens. <laughs> so instead of ninjas, they're all white trash now because they grew up in the sewers of Tennessee. Don't Yay! you dare call those turtles trash. Well, that's that's they not... are beautiful creatures created by God the Father Explain for the... us to enjoy, and you're calling them trash. <laughs> you 
yeah. with paint pen letters on their backs. Hey, I put grass and at least a stick or two in there to recreate what they were used to. And they also, there a was about an inch of water in the bottom. And I put a slice of pizza uh, under every single one, and they floated around on and it. And they were so happy. My dog only chewed on them a little bit, I promise. No, no, Spike would never have done that. What's great about these games is they have save states, rewind, button mapping, and an online component for some of them. Rewind? Yeah. So, like, rewind. Like, if you fall down a hole or a sewer manhole thing, which is weird that that could kill you because that's kind of where you go when you're a Ninja Turtle. But anyway, it would just slide. You can rewind, like, to bring it back to before that had happened. So, uh, I mean, they're they're cheaty ways of doing it. But if you don't want to do that, don't do it. Because some people are going to complain about it. Like, oh, you're not a real gamer if you use rewind and save states in these old school arcade games. Shut up. Don't play it that way. If you don't want to play it that way, (laughs) it's fine. It's okay. But the option is there, and that's really cool because it means I can burn through these 13 games. I'm going to finally see that level that I never could because of that stupid yes. ceiling. I, yeah. will, I will finally approach Shredder without fear. <gasps> There'll be a little fear yeah. and a little pee-pee, but <laughs> just because he's scary. You got to also fight Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh, yeah. They'll be there, too. I think the reason they're coming out with this now is well i know one reason they're coming out with it now is because a game called shredder's revenge is coming soon which i'll talk about in a minute but the like right now these styles of games like this uh more classic arcade style lower quality graphics but high quality gameplay indies like indie studio video games are kind of more towards this line i mean yeah some indies make some incredible looking games but this more simplistic style of gaming is kind of a lot more popular now than it's been in a long time because people are getting tired of AAA just kind of either non-finished games, which a lot of AAA titles are now, to where when they sell it to you, you're like, well, hopefully we'll have a day one patch because if not, we're going to play this thing for a month and then they're going to finally fix problems. Uh, right, Like Cyberpunk is finally playable like completely now, pretty much. Well, like, like six months later? Uh, more like two or what a year? I, I don't know, year or two. I don't know. Time. It's been out for time is weird now. Time doesn't really exist. Time's a construct. We're just turtles in time, and I don't know how to handle it. What was I talking about? Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, Ninja Turtles indie games. Uh, these are following that suit, and all the a lot of these indie games that are popular have kind of. I don't know, they've taken what they played when they were younger and now they're making games that they enjoy, the art style or the gameplay style, and looking back at platformers and it's almost, just It's almost like games. restoration. Like some people get into film restoration yeah. and things. I mean, I think it's yeah. cool. I mean, of course, once the industry's been around and the passion mm-hmm. has been around for how many years now? I mean, 30, 40 years now. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, we're going to have people who are video game restorators or whatever. Yes. I don't know. I think it's really cool. Well, that's what this, this company that's putting this together... Uh, digital eclipse that's kind of what they do they're they're doing this to where these games are going to look better on our screens and they're going to play smoother more than likely and i don't know it's just going to be a really good experience you don't have to take it out of your thing and blow on it or get all the dust out of it in a non-sexual manner and then just play it (laughs) blow wiggle jiggle exactly it's also because you can't really find these systems easily and these games easily to play. I mean, yeah, if you want to go on eBay and try to find somebody selling their old Sega Genesis, sure, but you can't just go out and get a Genesis and get one of these old games. Like they're becoming harder and harder to find. And a lot of times people turn to like pirating games to where they can play these ROMs of these games because they're like, I can't access this. Like I can't buy this anywhere. So this is a good way to actually like sell the game legally and you can play all of them. So, uh, and Probably the main reason that it is coming out is later this year. I think I mentioned it back earlier this year whenever I spoke about the upcoming games for 2022 that uh, are supposed to be like really sought after and mm-hmm. excited about. Uh, Shredder's Revenge is the newest Ninja Turtle game that will be coming out in 2022, more than likely after Cowabunga Collection because they haven't released exact dates for either of those yet. But why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you get yeah. everybody excited for the new one by sending out all the old ones first? So is the new one kind of a more retro style game? Yes, or? it is. I mean, it's a beat-em-up, side-scrolling, like just like the old school ones, just like 12 of these 13 are, but smooth, grab, I mean, like frames per second, super high, like vivid colors, they need crisp. To, 
they need to include something with that game if you bought the Cowabunga collection, like a up, like an uploadable thing to where you've got a code or you know, and now now you have unlocked this content. That would be cool. That would yeah. be cool because I mean they're definitely going to come out with DLC probably for it because they I know Splinter is going to be a playable character, and I think it was shown oh, that April so. yeah. as well. Um, and April? Splinter, yeah, April and Splinter and Casey Jones. Yes, my man, Casey Jones. They ha- they haven't said it for sure, but they're pretty sure like Casey Jones will. I mean, if April's going to be a character, surely Casey's going to be a character. Right now, um, is this going to have like the old school like thirty two bit whatever graphics, or is this going to be like? It looks. I mean, stylized. That way, I think yeah. it would be so cool for it to be like four K with all the three D graphics and still be the side scroller thing. It's it's more thirty two bit style, but refined cool like, like it, it's weird it, it's weird I mean, it looks old school it. but it looks new school like it's but it's definitely not 3d realistic style graphics at all much it's higher very cartoon much higher frame rate oh yeah because uh, if they can do it in the style that they've done like dead cells to where it's a seamless where you're going oh, yeah then that would be just perfect for it because yeah. that's that same style barely more advanced in the graphic styles Right. You know, and I think that'd be good to. It's do more. That. It's more detailed than Dead Cells is, but I, I do know what you're saying. To where you're using this lower fidelity like graphic, but make it run really, really smooth. Yes, and it takes less effort whenever you're doing that, and you can put more effort into other things in the game than whenever you've got your entire team trying to work on the graphics of it. Um, and yeah, Splinter is going to. He's going to use his cane as his weapon. And they said he's not going to really be any slower than anybody, so I'm wondering how they're going to make him move compared to the others. But this is also a game I'm probably going to own. I, I haven't bought a Ninja Turtle game in ever because I think my parents bought the last one that I, that I actually played on my Game Boy. I never owned one. I've I don't always, think I have either. I've really. always always rented them or played them at the arcade. Yeah. That's not true. I did get a hand-me-down Super Nintendo when I was really, really young for Christmas one time, and all their games. like like They just didn't want any more. Yeah, and they just kind of gave it to my parents, who gave it to me for Christmas, and, Ninja- and it was one of the, one of the Ninja Turtle yeah. games, was- one of the movie games. I find the older I get, the more I like Raphael. Whereas as a child, I'm like Leonardo because he's the leader. I always like Raph better. Yeah, like then Donnie I, was the always most. my favorite. Well, I mean, I realized that I'm full of anger too, because I'm a, almost a middle aged, grown adult man. So now I'm like, I get it, Raph. I get it. <laughs> And I think People he was played suck. really. He was played really well in those movies that we're talking about. Oh yeah, the live oh, yeah. action. They were so good. Not the, CGI ones. Yeah, yeah, they were so good. Also like Michelangelo a All lot. Three I of mean, them. You can't dislike Michelangelo. True. I mean, a fellow chucker, eh? Oh yeah, just start whipping the tricks. Yeah. The jokester. Waka, 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 waka. What, was the, what was the Vanilla Ice song at the end of that? Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. Get the go mean ninja, green with the turtle ninja, team. Go. Go Austin, go Austin, go, go Austin. Oh, sh- you know what? This is oh, actually wait, this, this is this is actually the perfect transition for my topic because as trashy as Vanilla Ice was, <laughs> it fits my topic so very well. I don't know. Be- Vanilla be- Ice is going Amish was pretty trash. <laughs> so, I've been watching a lot of a specific style of television here recently, and it's revolving around a television show called Dance Moms. <sighs> It sounds awful. I can't be in the room. Like I have to go to the office now. Like the show makes me so angry that I have to leave. And Dance Moms started in July of 2011, focusing around the Abby Lee Dance Studio and her dancers that she has in there, and all of the drama from their overly eccentric, well-to-do moms. It's insanity. It's absolute ridiculousness that these people even talk to each other that way but you can't have the thing is they're not from where we are because if people talk to each other that that close and that aggressively where we are people throw hands but they don't do that there because you barely touch one another and the police are there in a heartbeat and you're getting sued and you're getting sued so it is it is absolutely ridiculous and i just got to think while i'm laying on the couch i'm just like what have we become (laughs) Like they'll make a show out of anything now, won't well, they? Well, like, I, and I'm sitting there, and it's like I, I'm on the couch, and I'm either sitting on the couch or I'm I'm lying down, laying down, lying down. Somebody, lying. I thought I was right. So I'm I'm on the couch and I'm watching this show, and I'm not really watching it. I'm scrolling most of the time. Then all of a sudden, I'm watching it, 
and I become slightly addicted to the drama. And that's what spurred the thought. Like, oh my, how we have fallen. <laughs> like, wh- where did this start? Why is this a thing? And so, here's the rabbit hole, everybody. You stay out of that rabbit. We're starting at the bottom of it. <laughs> this actually started because this is reality television. And reality television started back in 1947. What? On the radios? I didn't know Survivor was that old. (laughs) It began on the radio first as Candid Microphone. But you know it best for the long-running television series from 1948 until 2014. You're on Candid Camera. Mm. That same thing ran that long? Smile, you're on Candid Camera. Yes, 1948 to 2014. You know, for a long time, that one of my fears was to be caught on that show <laughs> doing something, be it, you know, scratching my regions in public. Now, that's the or thing. Something. That's the thing about Candy Camera that spurred off the next branch of the tree, which is going to be referred to as the tabloid talk show. The tabloid talk show took the parts of what you have on Candid Camera to where you get the surprise and the shock and the awe. And yeah, there were the funnies and the wholesomes that were along with it as well. But take that out and mainly focus on the trigger. Like mainly focus on what can set you off. Mainly focus on what is the hot button topic, on what the hot button issue is. Something that's going to make the viewers just go, no, why, why are they? Well, no, surely they're not. That was when reality TV started to take a turn for the worse with the tabloid talk shows because the tabloid talk shows began the first generation of trash TV. Like The View? No. <laughs> like That is a trash talk show. It is pretty bad. It is the worst. I mean, I've, and it keeps getting worse. I've, I've sainted. I, d- I, don't really, I've, I don't really think I've ever spent enough time to have a feeling about it but I will take your word for yeah. it. Or are you talking more like Maury Povich? I'm talking about Jerry Springer. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Yeah. I ain't the daddy. You the daddy. Daddy. I'm, oh, my God. You're a fight, broom. Fight, fight, Ricky Lake, Maury, Sally Jesse Raphael, Dr. Phil, Phil Donahue, and the Jenny Jones Show. All of those similar style, and even the Steve Wilcox show, which you might not yeah. know the Steve Wilcox show, but that's the most modern iteration of the Jerry Springer yeah. show. It's where you've got Jerry's giant bald bouncer, Steve, who now hosts a Jerry Springer style television show. No, there's a, there's an even newer <laughs> iteration. Oh, shit. What? Judge Jerry. Um, no, he's not. Yes. It's going to be a judge style show with Jerry Springer doing Jerry Springer things. <laughs> It's going to be Judge Jerry. I, I don't know if I can agree with I this. I heard about this the other day, yeah. and I was like, what? This style of... T- I think I've always been, like, weak to cringe. Because, like, these types of things, like, even when I was younger, I, I've never liked this type of TV. I hate it so much. Trash TV is defined as a genre of television. Talk show with little educational content and focus <laughs> and focus on controversy and and confrontation. So what you have here though is just the initial recipe for everything because you take that drama and you take that you're sleeping with my sister. You're taking that oh you are my long lost brother. I'm not uh, I am your sister. Uh, you're my long lost <laughs> brother. But he's our child, you know. <laughs> just you get, he, he, you, as Tiny had previously stated in an older episode of, you know, like in Maury, is she hot or is she Scott? <laughs> that absolutely yeah. broke me. Uh, you you get into this, you know, this recipe, this well working concoction that they have brewed up that is now selling like crazy. But honestly, though, with all of this kind of popping off like this and that recipe becoming really popular, people started seeing it like maybe there's an underlying thing. Maybe it's an art style and the art community bounced back like, no, you're vastly mistaken. This is not artistic in any way. What you're thinking of is something called kitsch. 
Mm. And kitsch is something that is done intentionally bad to express mm. the artistic creativity behind it, such as something like A Friend in Need, which is a very popular like dog sitting around the poker table picture. Yeah. That's it was made uh, you know, it's a, as a modern kitsch um iteration. It was made in 1903. But it was kind of a design over like, oh, this is something that people would see as, you know, like second class, like, oh, they're just a bunch of dogs. And they made it that way on purpose to express the artistic like the artistic creativity behind it. They no. Jerry Springer mm-hmm. and Maury Povich, all that was not Keach. This is throwing trash in the air and seeing how many people just look up with their mouths open trying because, to catch it. What but, about the Steve Harvey show? Steve Harvey show we cannot bash that man. Steve name. Harvey show is not that. It actually has some educational value to it, so it escapes uh, the definition. I was wanting to make sure because me and my boy Steve, I named a truck after him in a video game. <laughs> it can't be that. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey's a truck. Because you, you, you think that you want, you think you've reached your pinnacle of trashiness and awful things you'll see on television, but then somebody from the audience of the Jerry Springer show throws a thunderstone at Jerry Springer and it hits him smack dab in the forehead. And he evolved from that crevice. By God, Jerry Springer's evolving into early two thousands reality TV. <laughs> And that's and that's where television took a turn for the worst because you have people living in heavy quotations here. I'm giving it the bunny ears. Real life, yeah, yeah. And it's not well, just, even Jerry Springer's fake. I understand that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there there don't you talk about Judge Jerry Springer like that? It, it is a mixed bag because there were some people on Jerry Springer from my hometown. Me too. Where I grew up. What? And it was not far. Yeah, they're the people that used to live in the bus, and he used to get beat by her all the time. But she was like, "Oh hell, he likes it." And then he's like, "Well, I do." I didn't realize they were on there. They were. So you're wow. saying for trash TV, Jerry's the father. He is. Jerry is, yeah. And Maury's Maury's Maury the uncle, though. So, but Maury was the one who did the reveal to tell that Jerry was. Well, the who's the though. mother? Right, 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 right. Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Yeah. Or or Sally Jesse Raphael, but she seems more like the grandmother. Hey, don't uh, you talk about that woman? Well, her glasses are cool, or at least they was back in the day. Huge glasses. Yeah. Uh, but the early two thousands, uh, the early two thousands reality television, you know, it brought out things that are still around, and some things that are not, because as with everything, it needs to die. So, um, uh, or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> So you've got shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, America's Next Top Model. Uh, you've got The Bachelor, Top Chef, The Osbournes, American Idol, The Bachelorette, uh, the iteration of that. Yeah, Married at First Sight. Uh, that's yeah. That was probably on there too. Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica from the uh, Nick Nick. Uh, what's his face? Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson being married. Ninety Day Fiance. But you had stuff that didn't last at all. That was not. That did not go well for a long time. What's, oh, let's hurry. I forgot one of them on here though, and I don't want to hold this in a negative place. Because, the Osbournes. Yeah, I like let's them. go. Yeah, I love the I love the Osbournes. I love the Osbournes because too. I, I, I they were a, great. I have a feeling even if that was scripted, like Ozzy can't. Aussie's Honestly, not, I would call it educational. Yeah, don't, don't do, do drugs. Any of this, yeah. don't. Yeah. Do, you oh, will no. be like Ozzy. No, don't. And do, you don't want that. And it's definitely not. Th- don't do drugs because, I'm, as we say, we're not here to yuck anybody's yums. Don't do this many drugs. <laughs> yeah. This like many. Like Bert Croster says, if somebody offers you drugs, do half. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hold, hold on. See, trash TV is disseminating itself into so much of our culture. Like, I found a woodworking channel on the YouTubes, which, you know. I watch random things and they were showing off this chainsaw. They had this huge long bar. It was like the most powerful chainsaw in the world. They're talking about the length of the bar and they're like, that's the size of a, of a fully grown Chloe Kardashian. And then I unsubscribed based on that <laughs> statement. 
Yeah. Well, you know, the the thing that gets me, though, is also Fear Factor is on this list, and I thoroughly enjoyed Fear Factor. Fear and, Factor was great. Yeah, and it's just it's just something that it was, it was also considered reality TV of the time. It was a game even show. Even though it was more of a reality If they would have kept the yeah. eating the nasty stuff out of it, I think they would have had a better reputation That was going one of forward. my favorite parts. Yeah. I, I know, but I think that's just where they get a lot of things, because they made these poor people eat this stuff for money. Then I mean, we did on. it. Then we they did. were not made. They could quit at any time. I'm just saying that's why people criticize Unlike them. my yeah. youth group that did Fear Factor 9 and we ate gross stuff for, <laughs> for God. Jesus. Yeah. We well, that, that too. that's different now. Now <laughs> yeah, that you had had one you had one Did you eat a price I, you could put on it? I ate a white onion that was candied in that red crap that they put on apples. Oh, I ate a live goldfish. Oh my God! For the Lord, we didn't do animal cruelty. <laughs> For the Lord, he demands goldfish sacrifices now. What I, the hell? I don't know, but I don't. I didn't die from COVID. It's got to mean something. Did you just like <laughs> grab a goldfish out of the fish so, tank in the sanctuary and just swallow it? So let's eating no. goldfish in the sanctuary. <laughs> Sorry, I was. Oh, did it give you diarrhea? Because I feel like it would. I feel like my parents would have got mad at that. There, you come home and you're like, Mom, I ate a goldfish for Jesus last night. <laughs> Do you realize how hard my mother would have punched now, me? Now, let's not forget good reality television shows that were also games, such as The Great British Baking Show. Wonderful. That show just makes you feel just awesome. Their their biggest accomplishment that they get is when they get their freaking handshake and that that's just that's very cool and they're also kind to one another like what can i say like they don't it's just so different the way british tv does their reality shows like they the music like they don't try to like make it all dynamic with the crazy music i don't know it's just so different the way they portray it and i prefer it much more and also you had the the jersey shore that influenced gosh the worst it influenced the entirety of american culture for a minute it's where everything was studded jeans affliction shirts tanning he wrote a book Snatchy? Snooki can't even read. And well, she wrote a She paid someone to write a book and put her name on it. She's <laughs> obviously snasty, can't read. Also, my sister, who is now a new listener to the show, this segment Hi. is for you. I didn't realize this was going to be a segment. And by the way, all the shows you like suck because he <laughs> mentioned every one of them. And it was a, it was kind of a funny statement that uh, um, this little this place that I was looking up some of these lists. I've, I've got so many things pulled up on these. But uh, it was a list on Distractify, and it was uh, one of their top 20 lists for uh, influential reality television shows that kind of changed the way that things are done and the way that things are, you know, people just do things differently because of this reality television show. And it said a funny one here. It said for, uh, number 10 on their list was a quack quack, like we like, like the ducks, of the Dynasty variety. Duck Dynasty. For coastal liberals who still wonder how the 2016 election happened, we say the success of Duck Dynasty should have been a clue. <laughs> so I, I take it I'm the what? only one of the cast members yes. here that actually enjoyed that show? 100%. Actually, I did like Duck Dynasty a lot. But I, it was, no, not it, me, sir. It was. I thought it was funny, but just because the way that they acted reminded me of the way a lot of my family members act. Well, yeah, and, and absolutely. I, and the cultural relativity of that, you know, drew me into it. And then also, I started growing a beard, and the 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 amount of beard on that show was just awe inspiring for a you know sprouting beard connoisseur. But it, the, reality television is one of the final evolutions of trash television. And I don't know where we can go from here. I don't know if it's going to be a good thing that television has changed so much over the years and this has kept evolving. I think the only thing left is if the movie Idiocracy actually becomes true and we just have one-on-one bare-knuckle fist fights on the television now (laughs) while you're screaming vulgarities at each other. (laughs) Then eventually, the American society can degrade into nobody even talks anymore without cussing at each other, and everybody's gonna eat just, you know, shittos for for dinner out of a can. Teen mom, the next generation. Now the babies are teen moms. (laughs) 
<laughs> now Te- the babies are teens. Teen grandma. Pregnant <laughs> babies. <laughs> See, we all know that it's going to evolve to where people are just sitting on a couch with their face stuck in their phone because that's what this next generation is. Oh, they already- I work on a college campus. I've yet to see a student's face because it's buried in their effing cell phone while they're coming through to get my delicious food. Do you know why it's buried in their phone? Because they're too busy on YouTube and Spotify looking up our podcast where they just listen to us, where we're very thankful and how they can go on those platforms and they can give us five stars and they can uh, tell people what they think about the show and you can spend all the time you want in your phone as long as you're on there just spreading the good, good, grape words and uh, then you can go to a Teespring link and you can also click it. And when you click it, you go to a place and you see us on clothing. And then you can wear us on your bodies as soon as you get a piece of that. Our good friend, the Grapevine Cowboy, the uh, soft open was dedicated to him today. And he was the very first purchaser of any of our merch. And we thank him for it, which is amazing. Can we give him a yeehaw? I would love to. Yeehaw! <laughs> And if you want to discuss exactly how many tributaries the Great Grape Vein needs to have going up our monument, get on (laughs) (laughs) Facebook, (laughs) tributaries, Instagram, and Twitter by looking up at Nerd Grapevine. Or you can get on Patreon, donate a little bit to the cause, and you can be like the Grapevine Cowboy, get some special shout-outs from the Nerd Boys, and also unlock future content that we haven't been able to let you listen to because it's been cut out it's been spliced it's been put into some funnies and also some stuff that we've made that you haven't got to hear on the normal show go to patreon at best friends period tiny ink period is where you will find us just you know don't go listen to that stuff just out in public with your phone all loud and stuff because you're going to have some people look at you and you're going to cause them to have a little bit of my dream one day is for a man-sized turtle to come knock on my door, and when I answer the door, him go, Father? And he turns around, and there's a crudely drawn red R on the back of his shell that's faded and smeared, and I'll be like, it's my boy. It's one of my boys. I'll be like, how are you and your brothers? And he's going to jump into Discord, and we're all going to become a family in the backyard bonanza. We have meme channels. We got a Mega Malcolm head. We we got general chats. Sometimes we stream movies. And join us because we're on their live, uncut, uncensored, and fully circumcised. It's a great time. There's a link in the description. We'll take you right there. And this comes at the time of the show where we ask that question that's been plaguing everyone's mind since last week. When life gives you grapes, Marcus. Gosh, that was you stole my line. I never have to answer it because I'm the one that asked exactly. That's why he did it. Now I don't have anything to say. You gotta answer it though. You gotta answer it. You gotta know what happens when life gives you grapes. When life gives you grapes, what happens, Marcus? Marcus. Marcus. Carve a a phallic symbol out of granite or something and make rules that everybody has to follow. But what and, do you and a light with, that comes out the pee-pee hole. What about your grapes, though? <laughs> that sounds like a dumb idea. Yeah. Do you, it does, your, doesn't it? Do you have your dumb. grapes in your in your, in your squirrel pouch on your chest the whole time? What are you going to do? Grow Put them in the booger hole. Put them in the booger hole. It's a booger corner, you